up you guys welcome back to mini tv reviews i am your host mo and today we are covering who is aaron carter y'all this can be found on netflix i have done episodes one through three so these should be real quick recaps um it is really good from what I've seen thus far. So if you haven't already watched it, please go find it. There's another show that I've been sort of watching over the last couple of days that my friend Toy introduced me to. I'm just trying to see where it's going to go these next couple of episodes. And I'll see if I can do some quick recaps like this one, okay? Um, before we get started, I do want to send prayers and condolences out to two of my really close friends. They, One of them has lost their mom. And the other has lost a, a motherly figure to her. Um, and her significant other has lost his mom, y'all. So, prayers out to them. Y'all, please go love and hug on your people. Tell them that you love them while they're here. Because literally, they could be gone in the blink of an eye, y'all. So, please just love on them. And they definitely have my prayers and condolences, y'all. I love y'all. Okay? Alright, so enough of the sad stuff um back to the show so for episode one we're gonna dive right into it okay i don't have a synopsis i'm just gonna read y'all what i got <laughs> so we are introduced to erin who is the main character she is a mom and a wife who lives with her family in beautiful Barcelona, okay? I believe she relocated there from London, England. Um, I'm not sure at what age, but I do believe that that's where she moved from. She lives in a typical run-of-the-mill life. Um, at least that's where we see her when we find her at first glance, okay? We soon come to learn that she has been able to escape a very dangerous past that is revealed as the episodes unfold. We learn that she is currently a substitute teacher at the school her daughter Harper attends. She has a close relationship with the school administrator slash colleague um, whose name is Olivia. So much so that sometimes Olivia even babysits Harper. Now, if that ain't a friend, I don't know what is. Okay, done got me to hook up with a job and she watched my baby. Okay, just saying. Her husband, Jordy... I believe is a nurse or a doctor at the local hospital and he has a friend named Emilio who's an officer of the law or a detective if I'm not mistaken and he and his wife are currently on the struggle bus in their relationship so she has taken off with no T no T ETA y'all I can't read no ETA <laughs> of return in sight okay so you've got Aaron and her husband, Jordy, you have their daughter, Harper, you have Aaron's friend, Olivia, who she works with as well, and then you have Jordy's friend, Emilio, okay, who is a detective or an officer of the law. All right, so Harper has some type of eye condition that oftentimes finds her at the end of some cruel jokes by her friends or by kids in school. Y'all know how kids is, okay? That was mean as hell when I was growing up. So I know that it's only gotten worse since then. Um, but despite all of that, Harper is a very smart girl and she loves performing arts. So when it is time to do a school play, she is all game, okay? So they're at practice for this play that they're going to be putting on, or this program, rather. And Olivia and Erin are, you know, just kind of in the crowd, and they're discussing her upcoming interview to become a full-time teacher at the school. 
So as they're talking, Harper ends up snapping off on one of um, the kids that's in the program as well, who happens to be her neighbor's son, Antonio, okay? And it just so happened Antonio was making jokes about her eyes and her special sunglasses that she has to wear, okay? So she ended up, like, hitting them to where she, like, chipped his tooth or knocked it out completely, I'm not sure. So Penelope, his mom slash their neighbor um <laughs> y'all she a hating ass neighbor i'm just gonna say that okay so she ended up calling for harper to be expelled from the school okay now i ain't saying that what harper did was right but if somebody bullying you i was always taught to defend myself that's all now she chose violence so that might not have been the best way maybe she could have hit him below the belt verbally but either way here we are so, Penelope is calling for Harper to be expelled from school. And so, um, Harper and Aaron end up leaving the program for that day. Because she got kicked out of the program as well, y'all. So, as they're making their way to the store after school, she ends up talking to Harper about the incident. But Harper feels like she did nothing wrong. Okay? Um, so, Harper says that she needs to go use the bathroom in the store. And when they come out... Y'all, they walk right into the store being robbed. Like, for real deal robbed. So, Harper is kind of talking. Erin is peeping the scene, right? And so, she was like, Harper, shh, shh, sh be quiet, girl. Okay? Thinking quick on her feet, Erin hides her daughter, like, under, like, an orange table. And tries to come up with a plan to take down the robbers. But, while she's under this orange stand display, Harper makes, like, a minor movement that causes one of the oranges to fall off the table and it catches one of the robber's attention. And so Aaron is forced to handle said robber so he won't hurt Harper. And by the time they get done struggling because the robber has a gun, she ends up shooting him. Okay. So after a while, of course, he ends up getting taken to the hospital, but he later passes away at the hospital. But before he does... Aaron goes in because when they were wrestling over the gun, he was like, it's you. And she goes into the hospital room. And like I said, he recognizes her from a mysterious past and then he dies. Okay. So on the outside, after all of this is said and done, Aaron gets praised as a local hero for stopping a robbery in progress, but she still has to deal with Penelope, the hating ass neighbor, and this whole situation with Antonio and Harper possibly getting expelled from school. So despite Aaron's best efforts to smooth things over with her, honey, Penelope ain't budging on her complaint. All right. Um, so Aaron, <laughs> she had went over to their house to try to talk to Penelope again but Antonia was like yeah my mom's outside she's doing tennis uh she's practicing her you know tennis or whatever so she goes around back to try to talk to Penelope y'all and she ends up running to Penelope getting it on with the tennis instructor and the tennis instructor is not her husband y'all okay he is working overtime on the overtime <laughs> So guess what Erin decided to do? She decided to use a little blackmail to get her to have a change of heart. Hey, <laughs> you do what you got to do to make sure your baby is taken care of, okay? So 
what happened was now Penelope got this instructor, y'all. Her husband is, I, I believe he's a tennis pro. So he's gone a lot. So she's using this tennis instructor as her little boy toy. Okay, that helps maintain her pipes, if y'all know what I mean. So like I said, she ended up snacking, snagging a picture of them and her, you know, while they're getting it on and throws a passion. <sighs> and so after that, she confronted Penelope about the picture. And just like that, Penelope ended up dropping a complaint. So Harper gets to stay at the school, right? Okay, cool. Problem solved. So everything goes back to normal, sort of, kind of. Um, and at during the school performance that night, Harper is on stage, right? Erin decides to go use the restroom. But while she's out in the hallway, she runs into somebody that recognizes her. And initially, she don't know who they are. But then this girl out of nowhere attacks her, y'all. So, of course, Erin has to defend herself. And she ends up killing this lady. Now, we don't know who this lady is, but it's got to be somebody from her past, okay? Now, I'm not sure if her and the robbers are, you know, in cahoots, if they knew each other in their past, too. But this lady recognized her, y'all. So, Erin take her out in the hallway. No, she take her out in the classroom, okay? <laughs> she, like, snap her neck in the classroom, y'all. All while it's uh, hundreds of people at the school program, like, less than 30 seconds away from where they are. Ain't that crazy? So, to make matters worse, y'all, as Aaron is putting the finishing maneuver on this girl, Emilio, the officer of the law, walks in and witnesses the entire thing. Oh, hell. So how in the world is Aaron going to wiggle out of this one? Well, it turns out Emilio is dealing with some demons of his own. So guess what? He agrees to help get rid of the body in exchange for her helping him with his quote-unquote, issues, okay? She denies knowing who this lady is, and the body is buried in an unknown location. That's the end of episode one. I'm finna go right into episode two, okay? Y'all ready? Y'all got it? All right, here we go. So, episode two starts off with Erin still trying to prepare for her upcoming interview, and the way that Olivia is talking, it makes it seem like Olivia may know something from Aaron's past, but it's really not that at all, okay? Olivia's just trying to help her prepare for this interview. So Aaron and Jordy have been noticing that over the last few days, their Harper's behavior has become increasingly disturbing, okay? And so they're thinking that maybe uh, all of this is due to you know the the recent um the recent store robbery right and they like look from the assault at the school on this other little boy to her cursing at grown people yes y'all harper cursed at Emilio when Emilio was saying something about him cheating off her her dad at school or something like that like i said they think it's due to the the recent shooting that she witnessed at the store but harper 
is actually seeing like this animalistic looking devil ghost okay that's the only way i can describe him because he got horns right like um if you guys watched uh not sabrina well that might be the closest description so if you guys watched if you guys recently watched sabrina um the netflix version of sabrina in the last couple of years y'all i hated how it ended but it was so good but if you watch that episode it kind of puts you in the mind frame of that right with the horns okay so now that y'all have that picture that's what she's been seeing over the last couple of days so it's kind of creepy right and it makes me wonder what did she see in the past for her to start seeing this all of a sudden um she's been seeing it so often y'all that she's actually started to like draw it um so she has like this um i don't want to say a drawing journal but she has like this little drawing pad and so she's been putting a lot of this devil ghost um in her drawing pad as of late but we as an audience are not sure what it symbolizes just yet so just put that in your back pocket for now Harper is also troubled by the fact that her mom has a gun. Okay, so I forgot to tell y'all at the end of last episode that after all of that, Erin had went to um, the attic because she feels like somebody is after her at this point. And she pulls out, she checks the gun to see if it's got bullets in it. But when she does that, Harper ends up catching her. Okay, so... Like I said, Harper is troubled by the fact that her mom has a gun, but she swears to Harper that it was a fake, right? But we know kids are smarter than that, okay? So apparently where they lived prior to moving there, it was a little rough around the edges. And so she tells she tells Harper that she got it just to scare potential bad people off, okay? So it's just a scare tactic. Um so it's time for Emilio to cash in on that favor that Aaron owes him for helping her dispose of this body or him disposing of it by himself, right? Even though she killed this lady. So he tells her that he got into some heavy debts with the wrong people. So he needs her to, he needs her help so he can get square with said wrong people. Because she looks like she might be able to handle herself, okay? And so she was like, I was just defending myself. Nah, you was doing more than defending yourself, girl. <laughs> At least to him anyway. Damn, can you go ahead and put her on the force so she can earn some better pay? <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I feel like police officers and teachers are kind of neck and neck when it comes to pay. <laughs> and... My hat's off to y'all, okay? I commend y'all. So on the day of her interview, she holds the test for one of her classes because like I told y'all, she's a substitute teacher, right? Um, And one of her students, Dylan, y'all, when he get his test, he just signs his name. And not only that, he signs his name, but he also draws like little penises all over the test. And then he had the audacity to turn it in. So, just as she's finna ask Dylan what all of this is about, Emilio ends up texting her, telling her that he needs her help after the test, but before her interview later on that afternoon. 
Okay, so it, at this point when she gives out the test, it's about 12 o'clock. And her interview was like right after school. So I think her interview is at like 3, 3, 3 or 3.30, something like that. So he explains that he needs her to plan some spyware on a crooked lawyer named Augustine for a gang that he's allegedly connected to in hopes that Augustine will lead him to the bigger fish, right? That's associated with the gang. Okay. Okay, y'all. So, Aaron ends up going with Emilio, and she has to break into Augustine's office to plant this little... um. Not even plant it, but like stick it into his um doggone it, y'all. His modem or his, you know, his hard drive, download all of the information off of there and then get out of there. Sight unseen, right? On some mission mission impossible stuff, right? <laughs> so she's in her stuff mode. And she is doing really good, y'all. I mean, like, she snuck past, um, she snuck past a maid. She snuck past a lady that was, like, vacuuming stuff. Like, she got past a whole bunch of people. She had most of it downloaded, and she actually got it downloaded. Augustine rolled back up before he was scheduled to come back. And so she had to hurry up and get out of there, right? So Amelia was telling her, hey, come on, you got to get out of there like now, because if not, he going to kill you. <laughs> so she got it downloaded just in the nick of time, right? She's sneaking out. And then one of the maids ends up seeing her from behind. And so this catches Augustine's attention because she starts to scream, right? So he chases Aaron up to the rooftop. And he ends up asking her, you know, like, who she is and what she's doing in his office. And so instead of her getting caught by him, she manages to get away by jumping into the ocean. Because his office is like Oceanside, y'all. So she is in her interview best attire when she's going to go do this Mission Impossible thing for Emilio. But now that she done jumped into the ocean, her clothes are wet. She don't have nothing to wear, okay? So, she ended up, when she came out of the ocean, she ended up going to some beachfront store and stealing one of the t-shirts off of the stand. So, now she's got on these nice pants with this uh, Life's a Beach t-shirt, okay? Going into a professional interview. How y'all think this go go? <laughs> So when she gets there, y'all, she's 15 minutes late, and they're they're looking like they're getting ready to pack up, but he was like, come on, just just come on, okay? We was finna leave, but we gonna give you a little bit of grace. So when she sit down, y'all, it's three people on this panel, and guess what? One of the people on the panel happens to be Penelope, her hating-ass neighbor, So Olivia has been uh, begging her as she's been prepping her for this interview to be more genuine with her responses that she gives this panel. And so she does just that in the interview. Okay, She ends up telling them her origin story of how she was born in London. Her mom wasn't the best mom, but her mom did the best that she could with what she had, right? That's the story for most moms. 
But when Aaron was young, she her mom ended up passing away. And so that's how she ended up in Barcelona. Now, I'm not sure who she went to Barcelona with or if she even went by herself, but she ended up in Barcelona nonetheless, okay? So she tells them, uh, because they end up asking her what she could, um, how could she be of benefit to the students that she's teaching or why would her becoming a full-time teacher be beneficial for the kids? And she was like, you know what? I don't know if it would, okay? Honestly, I struggled as a student, but because she struggled as a student, she has the hope that she can possibly help guide students that may be coming from a similar situation as hers when she was younger to do better, okay? So maybe she can, you know, personally relate to them and inspire them to do better than what she did when she was their age so despite some initial hesitation the other two people on the panel are impressed okay but because of an objection by someone unnamed they only extend her position out for another six months instead of allowing her to become a full-time teacher okay but the thought is this unnamed someone is possibly Penelope but that's not confirmed just yet all right so she arrives home and she's talking to Jordy about how the interview went and their relationship is going when they notice water leaking from the ceiling okay and so they realize that Harper is up there and she had told her to go brush her teeth <clears throat> so when this water starts leaking from the ceiling they go check on her and when they run up there, y'all, Harper is staring into one of the corners of the room, okay? she's She keeps seeing this devil ghost, okay? This devil ghost figure. And at this point in time, it's in the corner. So, she still doesn't tell Aaron or Jordy what's happening, Okay? Jordy suggests that Harper go see a therapist, but Erin ain't trying to hear that shit, okay? She herself, though, keeps having flashbacks that aren't so pleasant. So she's having all these flashbacks of when Harper was a little girl, maybe like two, one or two, and she's telling uh harper that they have to leave at a certain time so i'm assuming that they're running from somebody and then they get to they get inside the car and she's telling harper that she has to duck and hide like on the the floorboards of the back seat so they're definitely running from somebody but i'm not sure who it is at this point okay so olivia <clears throat> is filling her in about the interview results and how she did when Dylan's dad comes to discuss Dylan's test grade. So while her and Olivia are talking, like I said, the unknown person that had an objection, Erin feels like it's Penelope. And so she's talking shit about Penelope when D Dylan's dad comes in. And so Olivia ends up leaving so her and Dylan's dad can talk. And initially when he comes in, y'all, he is very disgruntled. But after she explained what Dylan did, 
on his test paper, she actually showed it to him, okay? He calmed down a little bit. And so she suggested that he find him a tutor to help him instead of doing the usual fussing routine that seems to be uh, really common when it comes to Dylan and how he's handling school and his grades, okay? Dylan makes the bad grades. Dad starts fussing at him. It's a repetitive cycle. Dylan is probably just doing this for attention. Maybe he really does need some help, but this is the only way that he knows how to ask for it, okay? So she was like, get Dylan a tutor, and maybe things will be different this time around. And so he says that he'll do that, and he'll also try to put in a good word for her because he's one of the school's major contributors, y'all. And so he ends up saying that he's he's worried about whoever this Penelope girl is. So maybe Penelope's position on whatever panel that is, it may be threatened if uh, Dad's got something to say about it. Okay, so Aaron finds out from Penelope because after school she went to go talk to Penelope about the objection part as to why she wasn't able to get a full-time offer um, instead of a six-month offer. So she went to go, she went to go confront Penelope. And Penelope ends up telling her that she wasn't the one who objected to Aaron receiving the permanent offer. And so Aaron is like, okay, so if it wasn't you, then who was it? It's a really good question. We don't know just yet. So Penelope, by the way, is very nice and nasty. And <laughs> if you watch the show, y'all see that Penelope is never one to put Aaron's ass down once Aaron leaves out the room. Okay? Um... <laughs> Y'all, Penelope be talking so much shit about Aaron when she leave out the room. <laughs> Say it to Aaron's face, okay? <laughs> so, as Aaron is walking back to her house, she ends up passing Emilio's house and notices that his front door is wide open. And so she goes in, and as she's looking around, things are definitely in disarray. Okay, and it looks like a struggle has definitely occurred here. So, she ends up asking Olivia to come over and watch Harper for a little ba- a little while while she tracks down Emilio. And when she does track him down, it actually leads her to what looks like some rundown apartments on the other side of town, um, where he's being held hostage by Augustine. Now, mind y'all, this is the same guy that he asked Aaron to break into his office for. Okay, so Augustine done kidnapped Emilio because he wants to know who the hell Emilio had break into his office. Okay, what's up with that? So, she ends up busting it up, okay? She gets the best of the henchmen, as always, and they end up escaping, Okay, so she ends up going to the pharmacy to try to grab some stuff to bandage him up, right? And so when she's in the store getting ready to pay for this stuff, y'all, Augustine ends up tracking them down and he walks into the store. And so he ends up asking her who she is. She says, she doesn't give him any information, right? So 
Instead of him asking again, he just snaps a picture of her. And so she chases him out into the street and he tells her, he basically threatens to find out who she really is, okay? And so he threatens her that if she doesn't tell him who she is, then he's gonna, you know, find out for himself. So she begs him not to send the picture to whomever he's he's gonna send it to, but he simply tells her that that's the wrong answer. So as he's getting ready to send this message, y'all, he gets smacked. And I mean smacked by a car. It was one of them like, because <gasps> I was not expecting it, y'all, okay? Got smacked by the car. He ends up dying at the scene. So Aaron ends up grabbing the phone and the screen is broken. So, did he send it, or did he not, y'all? That's the question. What the hell is she gonna do, okay? Did he send out the photo? We don't know, y'all. Back at the house, Harper tells Olivia that Aaron has a gun in the attic. But when she goes up there with Olivia to go find said gun... We see Olivia pull out a toy water gun, y'all. Now, we know as an audience that Erin really does have a gun. Now, I'm not sure what she did with it, but she's definitely a step ahead of Harper because she replaced it with this toy gun, okay? This is definitely a fake. It's like a neon-colored water gun. Y'all know what what they look like, okay? So, Harper looks puzzled. And I'm just trying to figure out what Harper's angle is. Why would you tell Olivia that your mama got a gun? Like, regardless of if they're friends or not, why would you tell her that? I don't know if it's a cry for help. I don't know what that is, okay? Um, so, Aaron ends up returning home. And Olivia advises her to get Harper some help soon. Because whatever y'all got going on over here... You moving real sketchy right now, Aaron, and you doing a lot of disappearing acts, and you just moving real funny style, so I'm gonna need for you to get your daughter some help, and I'm gonna need for you to figure your shit out. That's basically what she tell you. <laughs> and so she ends up leaving after that. Aaron is still trying to be like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, but um, okay, I'll definitely try to see if I can talk to somebody. So anyway, after Olivia leaves, she notices that there's blood on her shirt, right, from when she was fighting with um, the henchman, and she tries to rinse the blood off of her shirt, and as she's doing this, it ain't coming out. So y'all, they've been having this issue with the sink in the kitchen, okay? You gotta hit it hard and then jiggle the knob or something like that to make it work right, but this time when she do that, it just ain't working. Okay, so she end up having a whole meltdown. Jordy comes in. She's still upset. But instead of her telling him what's really going on, she actually blames it on her not getting the position that she wanted at school. Okay, so all the while, some lady that's locked up in jail in England has a picture of her, Aaron, 
Ann Harper. And she's looking at said picture, y'all. That's the way the episode two ends. Okay. Let me see how I'm doing on time, y'all. Okay. We doing good. All right. Y'all ready for episode three? Okay. Ready? Here we go. All right. So it's the next day. This lady is walking her dog on some trail in the woods, right? Her dog ends up finding a body. And Emilio is put on the case, okay? So, Aaron been blowing him up because she been trying to figure out what Augustine, what happened with Augustine's phone. Did he send the picture of her or did he not? Okay, so Emilio has not picked up the phone for her, although she's been calling him. So he finally decides to answer her phone call. And he confirms that, yes, it was sent to his personal assistant. But the likelihood that they will know what this picture means is highly unlikely. Okay, so he tries to reassure her that, yes, although he sent this picture... Ain't nobody gonna know what to do with that picture, girl. Okay? For all you know, you could, they could see you as a potential client. It's just a picture, right? Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, Erin is trying to get Harper out the pool because she done took Harper swimming, right? So after she get off the phone with Emilio, she got to go run some errands in heavy quotations. But at this point in time, Harper is refusing to get out the pool because she's swimming with her friends okay so instead of her yanking her up because that's what i would have did but i mean their relationship is real strained right now but again you the mama okay i'm the mama in this situation so when i tell you that it's time to go it's time to go little girl <laughs> but instead of her doing that she ends up asking penelope to watch her while she runs an errand. Because this is this is like some type of community pool. Okay. So Penelope is like, yeah, and I'll make sure that she has a home cooked meal too, because I'm sure she hasn't had one in a while. <laughs> like I told y'all, Penelope never turns down the opportunity to talk major trash about Erin. <laughs> So Erin does a little digging and she finds out the name of Augustine's personal assistant, okay? Her name is Valeria, uh, but Valeria, I can't roll it. I can't roll my R like that, y'all, but roll it in your head, okay? And so <laughs> she ends up going to Valeria's place. When I tell y'all Erin been on the job, she been on the job. Girl, you should be working for the law. Or at least have a part-time gig with them. Because she found her address quick, y'all. That's all I'm saying. So she goes to her spot. And when she gets there, it seems like Valeria's in a rush to leave. On a long-term basis. Okay? She got luggage. Pat, pat. Okay? So she claims that it's due to everything that happened with Augustine. He got this mysterious phone call. Then I got a picture, and then he turns up dead? And now people knocking at my door? 
oh no it's time to go so she is thinking smart y'all but she ain't thinking quick enough to get up out of there before she run into Aaron. not only Aaron, but it's some more people knocking at the door but we're gonna get back to that in just a second so while Aaron is talking to valeria we also find out that she's been skimming money off the top for the drug people who augustine was involved with okay because remember i told y'all he was a part of some gang stuff okay to the tune of twelve thousand euros now i don't know how much money that is in usd but twelve thousand of anything sounds like a decent amount of money that's it so on her way out the door or while they still in the middle of talking valeria's trying to leave but when she opened up the door it's some drug dealers waiting outside and they they want to find out where their money is okay so Aaron ends up fighting with the drug dealers y'all valeria had this money in like a um like a mini a mini suitcase or like a little uh it's not a book satchel it's harder than that okay it's like a little um attache i don't know what you call it either way y'all she had this money in like this little thing okay with the little lockets on it she ends up hitting one of the dudes with this this thing that's got the money in it and all the money pops out into the air okay now they're in the hallway fighting and so this money because she's on like the third or the fourth floor or something like that all this money is falling in the air. <laughs> when I tell y'all, I would have been pissed. I would have been pissed. Now, even though I'm out here thieving, okay, I know it's wrong. I would have been mad, y'all. <laughs> so, all this money is blowing in the wind thanks to Aaron. And they get away. But she ends up telling Aaron, you got 24 hours to give me my money back. And if you don't give me my money back, I'm finna release your picture to these people. So now Aaron done got out of one situation with Augustine. But now she done got into another situation with Valeria. What's she gonna do, y'all? She just can't catch a break. So, Emilio gets a major thanks for him providing some major leads on the gangs from some dude that works within the precinct, okay? That um, that whoever this guy is investigating, okay? So, Emilio done, Emilio done helped him out with his case, so he's thanking Emilio for his help. Meanwhile, the mysterious lady that was locked up in England, she is at this uh wealthy wealthy white lady house (laughs) and i'm gonna describe her as that because that's how she's acting okay she's acting real snooty real bougie the lady that was locked up in prison it seemed like she might be on the work release or something like that but either way she must have been there for quite some time because she's she's established some type of rapport or relationship with this wealthy white lady's little girl, right? So her and the little girl is playing, and then the lady come and was like, <clears throat> are you working? <laughs> 
No, she's not working. She trying to entertain your little girl. Something that you should be doing. Okay? You should be paying me for doing what you're supposed to be doing. But I digress. So anyway, like I said, she must be like on some work release or possibly on parole because she still has an ankle monitor on. Okay? But anyway, she's cleaning for, like I said, this well-to-do family and she ends up receiving some news about the body that was found in the woods at the beginning of this episode, okay? So it turns out that that body was of Margot Mueller. And I think, I know, we know, that that's the same lady that Erin had killed when she got into that fight at the school during the program, okay? So... This Margot Mueller lady must have been really close to the prisoner, the ex-prisoner from London, because when she gets the news, she gets visibly upset. And, and she don't even ask for permission from the, the lady. She just goes ahead and gets on their laptop and tries to find out more information about what happened with Margot surrounding her death, right? And so as she's looking at this information, the lady come in and her and the lady get into a struggle over the laptop. And so she ends up like hitting the lady like in her face somewhere, I think in her nose or something like that. And so the lady was like, oh, hell no, nah. I'm going to call the cops. <laughs> so I'm not sure what happens if the, the ex-prisoner gets away or whatever. But it seemed like if she don't, honey, she might be going back to the clinker if she don't make a run for it. Who is this lady? So, back over at Aaron's house, Harper ends up uh, going to Penelope's. Because remember, Aaron had asked Penelope to watch Harper for her while she ran this errand. Okay? So, they go back to Penelope's, and they're eating lunch. And it seems like the kids don't know how to learn from each other's mistakes. Because little Antonio done got knocked upside the head, done had something done with his teeth courtesy of Harper, but the little boy that came back to the house with them, he's now making fun of Harper's glasses. And so little Antonio was like, hey, bro, you need to chill, okay? Her mom killed somebody at the stove, and she ain't too far from it. She crazy. <laughs> so instead of Harper choosing violence this day, thank you, Harper, okay? Harper decides to go to the restroom. So as she's trying to make her way to the bathroom, she ends up overhearing Penelope arguing with her husband on the phone about not making it in time for the tennis match. Okay. So she's getting off the phone with her husband and she spots Harper like eavesdropping, ear hustling. And she was like, you need to detangle your hair. So she ends up, you know, brushing Harper's hair, detangling it for her, all while talking about boys and how they just turn into their fathers as they mature, okay? So Harper notices, as Penelope is saying all this, she starts to notice all of the baby pictures that Penelope has of Antonio, and she ends up apologizing to Penelope for assaulting Antonio a few days ago. So, 
they end up talking about Harper's eye condition and its origin. And Harper says that it's genetic on her dad's side. But when she asks her, does she know who her, her real dad is? Because Jordy's not her dad. That's her stepdad. Um, Aaron, not Aaron. Harper says that Aaron has never mentioned who her real dad is. And so Penelope was like, you know, when people start to give you pushback from when you start asking questions, um, it just makes them uncomfortable. But that shouldn't discourage you, um, from keep asking questions. Okay. So if you want answers, you got to keep digging for them even though it might make your mom uncomfortable. You need to figure it out. So, everyone arrives home, well, Aaron's home, and Harper ends up making a snide remark about Penelope being available to spend time with her because, like I told y'all, Aaron been pulling all these mysterious disappearing acts and drop her, dropping Harper off to any and everybody that'll watch her. So, Aaron says that since the market incident, things haven't been the same with Harper and or just in general. Okay, and so Aaron feels like that she wants her old life back. Okay. And Jordy is like, look, girl, that's gonna take some time. Okay. Emilio is driving, it's later on at night, and Emilio, I guess I don't know where he's driving to, but he's in the car. So he ends up getting to this stop sign, and when he does, it's this motorcycle behind him that's got two people on it, right? So when he stopped at the stop sign, these two motorcyclists end up, like, hopping off. And one of them ends up throwing, like, this little mini dynamite in his car, right? And so Emilio ends up hopping out real quick as this thing starts to go off. And then, just then, he gets a phone call. And the guy on the other end tells him one last time, you need to stop investigate, investigating the gangs. And if you don't, ain't gonna be no more talking. Okay, you know what come next. That's all Emilio has to hear. So, over at uh, Aaron's house, Harper and Olivia are at the house making milkshakes, right? And Harper's already been able to sniff out Penelope's situation at her house. And so they just kind of gossiping about what she had overheard with Penelope, right? And so Harper has the understanding that, yes, although Penelope's life is very good, her marriage life behind closed doors isn't all that it's cracked up to be, okay? Um, And so just then the lights end up going out. And, of course, Harper sees that devil ghost figure in the corner again. And so, this time, she starts to scream bloody murder, okay? And I don't blame her. It's dark in there, and then you seeing shit in the corner? Yeah, no. Some go go have to shake. (laughs) Meanwhile, Dylan's dad is trying to persuade um, Aaron to come work for her because... While Aaron was checking on Valeria before she she was trying to make her great escape, Dylan's dad had called her and asked her could um could she meet up with him for dinner so he could discuss a proposal with her. So now they sit down to dinner and he's trying to convince her to come work with Dylan as his private teacher, right? 
because he had hopes of pulling Erin out of school and letting her work her magic with him one-on-one. And he was like, you know what, to sweeten the pot for this, to convince you a little bit more, I'll even match whatever they offered you at the school for the full-time position, okay? And so Erin is thinking about it, but then she comes to the conclusion that she's not convinced because he seems to be a flip-flopper, okay? Like, I literally just met you. <laughs> and you offering me a position for your kid? Who's to say that you won't change your mind in a couple of weeks and try to switch up your routine with Dylan and how you handling his teaching situation, okay? So, as she's explaining this to him, she ends up getting a call from Olivia about the lights and Harper screaming bloody murder, and so they have to rush home. And so when they get there, Olivia warns her to let Harper talk to somebody about everything going on because something is way off base. Again, Olivia's trying to be a good friend and Erin is still being real nonchalant or at least trying to play like she's nonchalant and oblivious to what's happening in her own house. Okay. So she, Erin, after all of this, she ends up telling Jordy that she wants to finally set an appointment for Harper to go see a therapist. And she actually now notices all of the the scary figures that Harper's been drawing in her journal. Okay. So when she sees the pictures, Harper is asleep, or so she thinks she's asleep, and she ends up tearing them out of her journal. Okay. So the next morning. She ends up going to the pawn shop to pawn all of her jewelry because, remember, Valeria had told her to get her money back or she was going to send that picture out to the bad people. So she ended up pawning all of her jewelry, including a very sentimental necklace that her mom had gave her, um, you know, before she passed away. And so she goes back home and she ends up arguing with Jordy because Jordy done took it up on himself just because they agreed to a therapist Jordy brought one of his therapist friends home from the hospital to come talk to Harper okay so they never agreed on a time or date they just agreed that they wanted to Harper to talk to somebody so Erin is pissed about that because like I said she feels like she's been bombarded with this and um she then reveals how when Harper was younger, she let her stay with a friend um, who I assume is the prisoner from England, right? So, as they're arguing, sorry, I forgot to mention this part. Aaron and Jordy started arguing about all this in front of Harper. Harper ended up walking out because she got upset that they were arguing. So, Erin followed Harper outside and explained that when she was younger, she had to let somebody else watch Harper for a little bit, I guess. I'm not sure what Erin was into, but either way, another lady was watching Harper for Erin when Harper was was younger. And I'm going to assume that this is the lady from the prison, the ex-prisoner from England. So Harper ends up blaming Erin for everything that's currently happening to her. And mentions that there's a tennis match tournament today, okay? <laughs> so, to smooth things over, over with Harper, Aaron agrees to actually participate in said tournament. 
And when they do, remember, Valeria had gave her 24 hours. So Aaron is closely watching the time because she still got to meet up with Valeria, I think, at 4 o'clock. And so this tournament is going on today. And instead of them, um, you know, trying to win this tournament for real, for real, because Aaron is on the time time limit, she ends up letting Penelope and her husband win that match because they end up going against Penelope and her husband. Her and Jordy did. So, oh, there's the next one. So not only that, but she had that four o'clock uh, appointment to uphold with Valeria. So she ended up lying to Jordy after they lost the match about having a yoga appointment that she could not reschedule, y'all. And Jordy actually, now I don't know how much he believed it, but he let her go. Okay? Once again, leaving Harper with somebody else, although it is her stepdad. But this is the time that her and Harper were supposed to be bonding, but here she is leaving Harper again. Okay. So like I said, Aaron been moving real shaky. So when Jordy gets home, he starts to rethink um, you know, everything that Amelia was telling him at the beginning when him and Aaron had first got together because Emilio was advising that Jordy um look at this background check that he had ran on her. And so Jordy, having his nose wide open and being in love, was like, no, I'm good. I don't even want to look at that. Whatever she had in her past, that's her past, okay? I'm good on that. So (laughs) when they get back home, he goes to find this background check that he has stashed away for all of those years, okay? Because Aaron moving real shaky, okay? So, not only because of how Aaron is moving prompts him to look at this background check, but Harper is working on a school project where she has to do like this family tree thing. And because she doesn't have a lot of history on Aaron's side, um, she ends up writing Aaron and then she writes the other lady. Okay, but when Jordy asks her who that is, she was like, oh, yeah, no, that's not my aunt, for real, for real. That's my aunt that my mom told me, you know, she's just really close to. So that's kind of like her sister, but not really, okay? Just like I got sisters that I've been knowing since I was, you know, a little kid, but they're not really my blood sisters, okay? So she explains that to Jordy. And Jordy is like, oh, hell no, now I really need to check out this background check that he he did on her. So, Aaron ends up uh, (laughs) visiting Valeria and only has $3,000 in cash, okay? But since the money was stolen in the first place, Aaron is like, look, this $3,000 gonna have to do for you. Okay, agreed, okay? So since Valeria didn't think that Aaron would uphold her end of the bargain, y'all, Valeria took it upon herself to go ahead and send out this picture of Aaron 
to the bad guys, y'all. Yes, okay? And so just as she's telling them that, telling Aaron that, here come the bad guys, rushing them, okay? So they get into this big old chase where they're trying to chase down Aaron and Valeria. Y'all, Aaron turned the corner real quick with, with Valeria, like literally right behind her. Aaron turned around to see behind her real quick. Valeria gets shot right through the forehead, y'all. Again, it was one of those <gasps> moments because I didn't see it coming and it happened so quick, right? So Valeria ended up getting shot in the head as she's trying to run away. And Aaron ends up getting away from the bad guys, right? And so the way that she ended up getting away was she landed on this truck after she had jumped off the side of the interstate. Oh, off the side of the highway, excuse me, y'all. She landed on this big rig truck. But when she landed, the the rig took a turn and it ended up throwing her to the ground on the side of the, the highway. So now she's laying face down, but when she look up, she see that devil ghost figure. And then she goes unconscious. She done did this disappearing act. I wonder if she got a find my phone thing after Jordy has on his. Because y'all, Aaron, I don't know how long Aaron been gone from them. But it ain't looking good for her. I wonder what lie she gonna tell him to keep this up. We'll see. But that's the way episode three ends, y'all, okay? That's all I got for now. <laughs> I got to do the rest of the episodes. I, I might give y'all three more like I did just now and then do the last two together because I think it's eight episodes, but we'll see, okay? I love y'all. Please go love on y'all people, like I said at the beginning of the, the episode, okay? Because tomorrow is not promised. I promise y'all. I'm seeing that more and more <laughs> within the, like this last year alone. It's a lot happening, y'all. So please love on y'all people. I love y'all. Please continue to share if you care. Please rate and review if you haven't already. That's all I have for now. So until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.